Here at WEF, I believe we're discussing, um, there's a lot of discussion about what the, the new world order will be, or how do we f work towards that new normative international order. We are going to have a whole slew of new vaccines, injectables. I hope this time round, once we're building this new world order or new rules-based order. That give us the opportunity to make big changes in the, in the health of the world. All right. Hello, hello, okay, hello. Okay, welcome. Um, I got some more <laughs> clips I want to play from there. But this is, uh, this, is the, this is the free workshop before the paid <laughs> workshop about Pluto and Aquarius. Wow, okay. Which is totally new world order. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. This is, these are clips, uh, from the world economic forum. I do love that little jazzy sort of scat. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who that is. She probably won Eurovision or something. <laughs> yeah. I, that was my guess. Do you remember what was that movie with Will Ferrell? And was uh, it called Eurovision? I think it was called Eurovision. Yeah. It's actually pretty hilarious. It's a hidden gem of a comedy. Yeah, it with, is. Was, wasn't that Rachel McAdams? Rachel McAdams. Who we know. Kundalini. By the way, she's a, she's a kunda, Kundalini. Kundalini. Um, she's very sweet, though. Yeah. Um, and then weren't we, uh, we were in Blue Bottle. Yeah. And Will Ferrell was in there once. Well, yeah, I saw him. Yeah, then... I didn't see him. But then I met the writer <laughs> for Elf in there. So that yeah, was pretty cool. So there's like a little vortex. That's a Elf. classic. Yeah. There's an elf vortex. But let's uh so those are a couple inspiring clips uh, mm -hmm. about the new world order. This is what it drives me bananas. If you there's literally there's the World Economic Forum is like huge. All of the world's like top leaders, world leaders, top business people gather because they have the best uh ideas in how um the world should move forward. Right. Right. And like powerless, we're, you know, we, we have no say. People should have no say. And we should just leave it up to these people. But when you Google and use Google mm -hmm. New World Order, yeah. the first thing that's going to come up is New World Order conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. And there's a whole huge Wikipedia page how it's a conspiracy theory. But somehow when they all get together to decide how the course of the world should go and how humanity should be treated, it's not a conspiracy. They're literally saying it's a new world order. I mean, I feel like I've heard about new world order even before we got together. Like it's always kind of been something that's floated around in the – and at that time um, – I saw it as sort of conspiratorial because people that would say it to me, it was like, wait, what do they know that I don't know? And I'm just not even going to breach the subject. But well, this notion of the now it's very clear. It's very clear. It's like so obvious <laughs> right in front of everybody's faces. And people are just like, oh, you're a, yeah. you're a conspiracy theory. It's like you can just tell who has the chip that like NPR, MSNBC, CNN chip in there. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a way to gaslight somebody too. Like, you could easily be like, oh, well, that's just, that's conspiracy. You say, call anything conspiracy and 
the conversation's over. Um, well, but I'm going to throw it back at people. I'm just going to call other people conspiracy theorists. <laughs> I'm just like, that. you're a conspiracy theorist. Well, that was like when we did each other's reading, when we did readings for ourselves, but next side by side. And mine was problematic. And then yours was awesome. And you said to me, you go, this is what it looks like when you don't give a fuck. And I was like, exactly. I want I my one- reading to look like. I don't give a fuck. I had one great card after another, after <laughs> yeah. another, after another, after another. Um, yeah. But I, I think there's, I think you learned a lot in I that did. reading because Absolutely. those, ne- those quote, the negative cards, which they're negative. Um, they're pointing, they're really your guidance yeah. to say, look, Hey Gina, this is coming up now and let's address these issues. Right. Not nothing. There was nothing super detrimental. No. And again, remember you were in HOD, which mm-hmm. is your the intellect. So at the end of the day, it's a lot of your fucking head. Yeah, yeah. Right? It just creating a show that nobody's watching. Yeah, I know. And, you know, we all do it. Um, but I think that little analogy like worried or, you know, pussyfooting around or walking on eggshell. Where did that word pussyfoot I've never at? even heard of that. You've never heard pussyfooting around? I don't think so. Uh, maybe it's regional. It was a, <laughs> it was a New York, Connecticut thing. Yeah, maybe. I uh, wasn't in Mass. Didn't make it to Mass. No. Nope. Um, but anyhow, tiptoeing around eggshells. Do I offend? What do I say? What do we reveal? Um, but I mean, the reading's much deeper than that. But yeah, it was of funny that I was actually surprised. I usually get all this conflictual stuff, <laughs> and I was like, "Whoa!" I have like every I great card. <laughs> every time once. you flipped, you're like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> Yeah, we, and then we, I was like, oh, oh. We oh. have a yearly ritual of doing our readings. We do them together for the year, but we couldn't d- get it done on New Year's, so we did it on the Chinese New Year. Which the, I think felt well, like Well, we really, what we were honoring is the new moon in Aquarius. Yeah. I do love Aquarius energy, though, at Aquarius time, and Uranus now is going direct, because I feel like um, that's the en- it's the energy of change, but... My personal experience is in those energy fields, I'm able to sort of reprogram or reshift or just make that quantum leap. Yeah. And so in Aquarius season, if you just make a decision, okay, I'm going to move forward on these actions, whatever it is, whatever your intentions, but not just intentions, it's really about actions. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Aquarian energy just levels you up if you do the, that work. Right. Like just up and I added a few meditations. I think you did too. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been on the the cold shower train too. Have not entered that train yet. It's hard enough for me to take an actual hot shower. So I know I'm just, already yeah, coming so up with excuses. You have, I swear you have three minutes of your life. Okay. Um, the thing is here, it it's legit 15, cold. For the record. Um, well, that's because you move slow. And I do have You did not spend 15 minutes in a cold shower. No, 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 but it's prepping. It takes me about eight minutes to actually get into the shower because it's freezing. Well, I got the little palm brush, but you should get your own because then I'm going to be smothered in your dead skin cells. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's something I'm not like, <clears throat> wanting to share. <laughs> well, see, my my reading was like, no Fs given. I'm going to share. I'm going to talk about dead skin cells. <laughs> um well, I mean, I, the cold showers I go through phases, but it's another level of cold here, and it's another level of exhilarating. Yeah, and it's in my book, so I was like, oh, I better, I better uh, hop on it more. 
Well, a lot of the stuff that's in your book, I found a lamp because I've been looking for a lamp uh, for the, for this nightstand and it's copper. The base is copper. And I was like, this is like your book, the prosperity book. Wait, do you, you mentioned copper? In, no, wait. No, not no, that's, book. that's from the, um, the that's from the workshop, the seven year. It just is a cool, it's a very auspicious alignment that the book on prosperity is coming out in the year of prosperity and the cover mm-hmm. is mostly green. It's green and pink. But there's enough little hint of orange, so it like blends in when you put the numerology book together. Yeah. Even though they're totally different in a way of the graphics and font, you're like, wait. But are it's definitely it's it's like this this other brand that you have going on. I mean, it's all part of the prosperity, brand, but esoteric spirituality. Yeah. The two shall never. No, twain. aesthetically, the the books. Um. It's like you've entered this book aesthetic that is Remington Donovan. There's crossover patterns. It's crossovers, yeah. It's uh, nice. Crossover color. Well, yeah. I really believe in intersectionality of color crossover Ooh, with branding. Good, good use of the word intersectionality. Probably not. <laughs> Somebody's going to be like, no. <laughs> that was a word invented. I think her name was like Kim. It was like. Um, By liberal arts. No, it was like. studies. Yeah, but a long time ago. And it really had valid. Like it, it was very valid. But people just throw that word around now. But yeah. I think that her last name was Crawford. It there's like a big or Crenshaw. There's like a big avenue in L.A. That was that's how okay. I remember it. Okay. Coanga. Okay. Um. To, um. So, wait. What were we even? Well, talking we were talking about, about Pluto oh, and Aquarius. Oh, oh and prosperity. Pluto and Aquarius. Yeah. Gosh. Um. Before we get into <laughs> all that and the new world order and these wild times. Yeah. Um. I gotta. I just. I have to pick this bone with you. Wait. What? You can't, next time, some disembodied entity <gasps> of someone you know that oh unfortunately overdosed is wreaking havoc and trying to find another body to inhabit because they don't I understand can't that they up. have passed away. <gasps> you can't get so dramatic. Then you wake me up at 5 a.m. <laughs> okay. And then, but not even trying to wake me up. It would have been better if you'd been like, oh my God, Remy, there's a disembodied overdose spirit trying to inhabit other bodies and we have to clear the energy now. You just let me sleep, but caused all this drama. And then you see a mouse and forget it. And, and then all I forced for sure Isaiah. <laughs> it was like a ruckus. Um, so I'm just saying, either you'd be like, Remington. There is a disembodied spirit trying to take over uh, as an entity because it doesn't understand that it's past. Can we do like that? Would be helpful. Just next time. Yeah, happens. I will. Because my so, whole day, then I did a reading. What I get? I had all discs. It was heavy. I was tired. Because you only had like five a hours. A few hours of sleep, yeah. and then um, the mouse. You're a country girl now. Mice, NBD. Oh, my God. But you with your mice, your disembodied mice? spirits, and your troll fears. It's, we got to Yeah, but you, when you list all these things, they sound terrifying. Like, anyone that's listening is going to be like, wait, trolls, mice, disembodied spirits? That's a nightmare. It's well, literally a nightmare. Also, seeing a mouse is, like, the most invasive thing that could happen to someone that early in the morning when you're just trying to make a cup of coffee and you had a horrible dream that you were about to be possessed by a spirit. That wasn't a dream. That was a spirit looking for the, and he, uh, to get to the serious point of it. A lot of times when people die and unfortunately it's often the case with overdoses, sometimes sudden deaths. I don't know that there, there might be some formula I'm a, unaware of, 
But overdose can be very confusing. Yeah. And to not understand that you've died. Mm. So we're fortunate enough to actually help these spirits because we chant a call. We have procedures and methods um, in which we can actually help. So it's good over time you don't you, you get less scared but i've certainly had some weird shit come to me in dreams well but i was telling my sister about this today and i um thought maybe he was coming to me because i hadn't seen him in years but i was like maybe he appeared in my dream because he knows there's a part of his spirit that knows that we have the tools like the mantra and the incense to help liberate that spirit I don't or know. make it's sense of what it is. I think it's the what's happening more than the smoking herbs, you know, incense. Yeah, but, but I'm just saying, like, why me? Well, that's probably part of it. I mean, maybe a lot of other people had this, right? Yeah. They could have been reaching out. But the point I want to get to is sometimes the spirit doesn't understand their situation and will actually look for another uh, body mm. to try to inhabit it inhabit and take over <sighs> it is like a real life you know invasion possession of, what was that invasion of the body snatchers it's a real life possession the shit happens um sometimes they'll even enter an animal mm. i don't know how like strong it probably certain souls or people that, that probably could do it better than others but this sounds like confusion and then a lot of times where you think you're having a nightmare, there's something else happening. Yeah. Um, I was conscious, too, in my dream. I was like, this is this is all a dream. This is all a dream. I'm going to wake up, and it's going to be fine. Well, it wasn't fine because you totally disrupted my <laughs> sleep. My whole morning, <laughs> What's my whole day What's that clapper thing fucked. that I say? <laughs> oh, yeah. Then you had that, like, circus carnival clapper <laughs> old toy that our friend sent us from unofficially sponsored catwalk vintage in <laughs> la uh, <laughs> i love the rhythm of that thing but all of a sudden all that's all i hear is and i just was like gina of all the toys of all the toys you could be playing with right now with isaiah it's that one no i was trying to scare the mouse i i mean i feel i feel pathetic actually because it's this tiny little mouse it's kind of cute but just when you see it unexpectedly and then it's up in your space and like. You know what? It's better than rats in L.A. Ugh. is full of rats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, I don't. I'm, t I'm over the mice. I was doing the humanitarian little. And then they just they just show up and um, they're annoying. They're really it's it's a pest. They, you know, just you were like somewhere. a mouse chauffeur. Oh my God, I drove, drove so many miles and I had a little spot. I'd drive a few miles away, cross the river, hoping <laughs> that they wouldn't like swim across the river, try to come back. <laughs> they're probably in somebody, they're in Ira Allen's house. Oh. <laughs> I drove that far. Um, oh my God. So it was Ethan Allen, the furniture store guy and revolutionary <laughs> man, um, his bro, his yeah. brother. Yeah. And they're all like, we're founding our own town. Wait, was that during Pluto and Aquarius when they no, were around? No, Pluto is not in Aquarius. Pluto's in Capricorn. No, right I now. mean, Ethan Allen, Ira Allen, revolutionaries. Was that Pluto and Aquarius? Uh, Revolutionary War, Pluto was in Capricorn. Oh. Pluto was in Aquarius from like the 
like 17, I think about 1778. To, okay. So, you know, that's still like as America is like new. I, I'm going to look into some of the, the history there. Here's the thing, too. Everyone's babbling on about Pluto, but it sits in a sign for 20 years. That's a long time. That's like Isaiah's entire childhood and then young adult life. Uh, yeah, I mean, 20 years for an individual. It's a long time, you know, yeah. It's a decent, yeah, it's 20 years. Yeah. Um, I'm saying in the grand scheme. Mostly I hear too much lovey-dovey about Aquarius. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's just Aquarius. It's Aquarian age. Everything's going to work out. And there's a real dark side to Aquarius. And Pluto and Aquarius, like, that fucking New World Order crap is exactly the dark side of that meaning Oh, there's a new way, but where Aquarius is basically decentralized, you know, open source life. Like, hey, you all, Aquarius is like, we're all empowered individuals and we can really do well. And if we come together as more of a community, um, we can empower all of ourselves to, to thrive, right? So that's like the airy fairy, that's the fantasy mm-hmm. of Aquarius, and... Pluto, though, is uh, it's powerful transformation, but it's also used. All planets can be used very powerfully and negatively, and Pluto used negatively. I mean, talk about an evil genius, dark overlord. I mean, Pluto is all the secrets and the mysteries. So there are always forces that try to control all that. And that's exactly what's happening there. But it's like totally out in the open, yet people are still like, that's a conspiracy theory. Even that we yeah. talk about Yuval Harari a lot. And this is actually from, I believe, a couple of years ago. But this is another sentiment of Pluto and Aquarius energy. Because Aquarius is high technology, right? But this is like, there's still going to be power players in control of that to run your life. Seen tyrants and governments wanted to do it. But nobody understood biology well enough and nobody had enough computing power and data to hack millions of people. Neither the Gestapo nor the KGB could do it. But soon, at least some corporations and governments will be able to systematically hack all the people. We humans should get used to the idea that we are no longer mysterious souls. That guy, the zeal and the love in which he's just trying <laughs> to say, oh, this is, you know, this is how it's going. But the passion for, like, what a bummer that the Gestapo and the, um, KGB. the KGB and what about the Stasi, the East German? Um, like, what a bummer that they didn't figure out how to hack humans and, and control everything, but now we could do it. Right. Also, this notion that humans are not mysterious is exactly what we're talking about with this AI crap, which just for the record, even though I want to make it very clear, I do not think that shit is art. Mm-hmm. I do not think, <clears throat> you know, make a song in the style of, uh, you know, Led Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin is, uh, that's not, it, it's not art. It's just, it's, it's data. Yeah. And it it has never had that experience. So these like creepy people that want to literally be like dark overlords, they're saying the only thing that a human is is just a bunch of data. And that's one aspect. But 
art doesn't come from data. And I thought mm-hmm. even Nick Cave's response, uh, just like this song sucks, where it was like, write yeah. a song in the style of Nick Cave. Yeah. Um, and he was like, art comes from pain. I th- I don't know that I, I don't really believe in that narrative, but that a lot of art can come from that. But yeah, like, from a sense of human data suffering. doesn't. Yeah, data don't fuck. Data don't fuck. <laughs> and like, there's no life there. All right, so we're hackable. We're not mysterious. That's the problem. Like, these are more of the programmings to take away mystery of life. Right. right? I'm a I'm a know it all atheist. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a NPR know it all atheist. <laughs> That's like all oh, I'm a non what is it non sec or secular atheist. Uh, but humanitarian, like, I don't give a shit what you believe or don't believe in. You don't fucking come barking up my tree telling me how I have to, what, how I have to believe. It's unfortunate that you don't have abstract thought and you don't have deeper experiences that you realize transcends your little brain, your pea brain, which is just an algorithm. Part of us probably is an algorithm. Well, and that's the thing that going back to your book, one of the practices is to change it up. And I think that a lot of how we navigate throughout our day is sort of algorithmic in the sense of like, we wake up at this time, we go through these motions and it is, I think it's more important than ever to fight against the algorithm that we live within ourselves because otherwise there is a sense of hackability or if that's even a word or like there is a lost mystery there. And I think that that does sort of come from like a lost faith in something higher um and i think a lot of there is a lot of um i think just the sense of scrolling doom scrolling attention being um stolen away from us or that we we just give so much of our attention to these applications as users as consumers i think that those are all the things that we have to be more conscientious about well, I agree. I think it's more than just what we're doing on our phones. In magic, this is all the teachings of inertia, which is a inertia. huge magical principle. And inertia is not a virtue in magic. Mm. Just trucking through life, same old, same old, um, is anti-magical. It's anti-spiritual in a way. Because you're just, there you are. You are an algorithm. So a lot of the planet probably is an algorithm that occasionally they're just a bunch of data that maybe they occasionally fuck or they occasionally <laughs> feel sad, you yeah. know? And um, <clears throat> I, it, it's, it, but the teachings around inertia come up all the time. And it's just when you feel like you're in a rut, um, you can't make any headway. And so inertia gets thick with, um, Especially like Taurus energy, Earth signs really can start to feel heavy. Mm. And Uranus is the opposite of inertia. It's just blasting wild change, right? It's the great liberator. It's freedom. And there are people trying to create this sort of illusion of freedom so just want to control that. But I mean, this guy, it's like he's probably... <clears throat> Like, could probably be a certified sociopath. I'm not sure where he came from and how he's... I See, I'm, I'm really skeptical of anybody that is invited to the World Economic Forum to speak. Like, for me, it's just they're, they're playing out the interests of 
lobbyists and shareholders of big corporations. Like, there's all of that. They just like stop trying to determine how everybody else should live their lives. Yeah, well, there's that's that the fundamental too. problem. But th- just the insanity that people like think all of it is a conspiracy. They're just out there literally saying saying it all. Yeah. Well, and he, I've listened to an interview with him where he's saying, look, this isn't how I want it to go. This is how I'm predicting it could go. But I don't ever see him present it like that when he's on the stage with all of these like billionaires that yeah, came every, in on their private jets. You see everyone in the audience like nod. They're like high-fiving each other. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we'll tell them that your uncycled receipt, that's why the earth is imploding, and then take off on their private jet, high-fiving each other. Yeah. And then dropping bombs in other countries that has no, you know, I hope we come up with environmentally friendly bombs. <laughs> oh, my God. Lithium, <gasps> lithium bombs. But, um... It, so all of this could be the the dark side of Pluto Aquarius. Shit could get weird. I do feel that this since Aquarius went um, direct though, and with Mars, uh, sorry, not Mars, with Jupiter and Aries. Sorry, Aries ruled by Mars. Um, Thank Jupiter you. is also <laughs> justice. Really, right? Mars, like on the Tree of Life, Mars and Jupiter are more opposite, if you will opposite forces whereas one is severe and one is merciful but um like mars is like the enforcer Mm. right and jupiter is justice and um i think we're starting to see so much has been exposed since that time yet people still are so brainwashed to be so gaslit they are fighting it i mean it's just that stockholm syndrome of the world (laughs) Right? Like, you could just tell what media people are consuming. But, like, even this recent thing with that Pfizer, like, he was, like, a top, uh, like, scientist, executive, literally telling, undercover, he's telling a date. Like, this just came out a few weeks ago. But, of course, it's, like, you know, from somebody that the the media is going to – anytime they they say anything's right-wing – yeah. Just go check it out because you're probably going to yeah. agree. And then you realize it's not right wing. And what the hell does that even mean? But um, like the desperation of just what feels like a, just a, just a dying old way for the planet is just holding on for dear life, mm-hmm. which is all about control, hiding of information and being the authority. But this guy, I don't know how much of those clips you saw, but basically he's saying, we are working we want to work on creating viruses to make them more deadly Mutating so it. so well it's gain of function yeah but uh call it like evolutionary something yeah uh but basically let's make the disease so we can have one up on the uh cure on the vaccine yeah we, so the disease gets out hey look we have the cure and he, this all got confronted. It blowed up. I saw this on on all sides now, which is a it's an Instagram where they basically break down a news story and they'll show you the headlines of center, right, and left, so you could see how like where the bias, how it's skewed per like audience. How and is that one? No, a, that one. How is creating even... a deadly disease so you can sell the cure? How is that right or left? Wait, but hold on. All right. They don't even have a left 
they, they said in the write-up, they're like, the left uh, media channels are not covering this. And that's exactly, and then they always say like, what do you think of the comments? And that's probably one of my favorite activities is to go to the comments. Don't respond. <laughs> re- to no, anything. I don't. But I'm just saying, like, I just, I'm like, okay, let's see what the comments look like. There's like novels written out. People are, I mean, obviously they just, everything goes back to the, the gaslighting and you know, the but cathedral. are there gaslit novels? No, no, no. People, people are saying, of course, the left didn't cover this, and it's because the it it's paid for by the well, yeah, by big pharma. By big pharma. People yeah. still think big pharma is a conspiracy. That's like mind blowing to me too. I know. So this guy. So then he got <laughs> confronted again. So he's just claiming. I Did was he on, get fired? I don't. I don't know. Okay. Like I, the, my bigger points in this is not even about those specifics. It's that. All of this shit is being revealed, yeah. right? Shit that any sensible, what even used to be like, I'm a liberal, I'm for freedom, and I'm not really for the FBI, war, big pharma, any of that, or censorship, yeah, whatever, which is like the opposite now. But the point is, I'm looking at this lens through the sort of the the spiritual evolution of humanity through some lens of astrology and through deeper numerology. So now he got confronted again, and he was just saying, I was trying to impress a date. So I, I watched some stuff that maybe are labeled right wing, and the, all these people are saying, well, that's not how, like, you don't impress a date by saying, oh, I'm create, we, we're going to create deadly viruses. Right. But I disagree with that. I think that is a panty melter. Right there. <laughs> All right. And I try. Do like, so you make that one yeah. up or is that another like. No, this is my theory. All these okay. people are trying to say, so you don't, if you're trying to impress a date, you, you don't say that. And right. I'm thinking that's a great way. Like when I was in high yeah. school and that's like, I always use that line. I was like, hey, why don't you come over? <laughs> I'm working on a deadly poison <laughs> in my basement. Let's check it out. It would be right. really cool because we could unleash this to the earth. But here's the good news. I've also created a cure for it. Yeah. And my God, so many girls after high school, like after school would just come over and they're like, Rami, Rami, yeah. show me this deadly virus. Like, <laughs> deadly virus. I think it's a great way to score babes. Yeah, I guess. The main point that I'm making is all everything that really anyone with like, I would say maybe eight, nine, maybe you need 10 brain cells to like realize <laughs> like, uh, I don't think anything is as it is uh, forever uh, and what, you know, people that are consuming like regular media and stuff like that, just being told what to do. Um, it's all blowing up now. I, I think that this Jupiter and Aries, it, this is justice. What is there going to be any accountability? Probably not. Are people so, so like the gaslighting and the brainwashing is like people won't. Like I don't know what it is. You just can't confront that reality. And um, so be it. But a lot of people are like, oh, wait a minute. And people are losing faith in these institutions. Yeah. It is weird that uh, Pfizer has paid out the largest criminal like corporate fines in all of world history. Mm-hmm. And people are still like, no, no, no. They were like... A, a force of beneficence. Well, they pay for my trip to Venice, Italy, so I'm <laughs> very grateful. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. 
And then you won that like 175 euros on the yeah, roulette wheel. Exactly. So that was good. Didn't wasn't <laughs> yeah. there some? Didn't we go to a fancy dinner? Oh, that was that was the, for a Bono. Bono. Wasn't that Bono? That was Bono. No, but I thought there was some Pfizer. <laughs> was left there over. Pfizer left over? Okay, it was yeah. Like the, some. I worked on I a Pfizer know, commercial, so yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, so that was nice. But anyway, you're right. They're totally corrupt. <laughs> Well, how much are they going to pay us, though? I mean, maybe we could make negotiate a little more. I mean, I think the rates were pretty good back then, you know? <laughs> um, I'll, I'll take – I feel better taking Bono money. Yeah, Bono money's that seems more cool. Well, it just seems slightly less corrupt. Yeah. We're part of the problem, Gina. That's true. <laughs> we're, we're taking Pfizer – gambling with Pfizer money. Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't know they were this corrupt. Um. Okay, so going back to Aquarius, because you were talking about Aquarius is like really open, it's liberated, it's freedom, it's like communities, independence, doing their independent things. Um, Could it also, but then you talk about like, then there's this like emergence of innovation and technology and all of that's Aquarius and we're in in this Aquarian age and there's Pluto, we're entering Pluto and Aquarius in March, end of March. And then we're looking at like, all of these like billionaires, public figures. All of these, there's two like two thousand billionaires on the entire. I know, but they're all That's at Davos, it. or they were all at Davos for the World Economic Forum, and they're basically deciding what the future looks like. So, for me, I'm like, how do you take technology innovation the way it's going right now, and then, and then the independence of like humanity, and and how do you how do you get rid of the overlords that are deciding what to do with technology and deciding what to do with humanity. Like what is the, and then you have these crumbling institutions as well. So it's like, we're at this really right point in the world where institutions are like, I, I think zoomers are the ones that actually see the, the cracks in all of it. And they're, they don't have any trust or faith in those institutions um where like maybe we'll see something happen there but like how do you overcome whatever this like gridlock that's being built by these quote elites or what do you call them do you call them elites no what do we call them instead i don't know just the people that happen to be in have a lot of uh, power and control <laughs> right. i feel like using that phrase elite is overused i know i know you're actually disempowering yourself i know that's why i'm like we got to find a new word for it in magic we are taught that it is a very elite path the magical path is an elite path yeah i think any hardcore dedicated devotional path with practices and tools to like change the sort of matrix and and shift your reality and open up to wild energies and there's a lot of systems of magic um is very elite there's only a handful of people that do any of this it's like this 2-2 workshop we're gonna do so this comet c slash 2022 e3ztf mm-hmm it's coming to Earth closest. It'll be closest to Earth on 2-2, which is a very important day uh, magically every year. So 2-2 is always a big deal. I don't talk about 2-2 a lot. I've never done a 2-2 workshop. I've touched on it on Patreon a little bit doing this workshop because the way you decipher um, comets and 
in magical astrology is actually through numerology and it's much deeper. Um, it's a whole meditative process and we've been going over it. And last night, like, I think I dropped a lot to, that I shared with you that we want in the book. Yeah. The visuals. It's going to be so cool. By the way, all our workshops, the Gina does the visuals. It's her same work is, is featured in Times Square as the same <laughs> type of level of work that goes into these um, these books for our workshops. I'm just letting people know. Yeah. So that's super top notch. And what, a few hundred people will partake of this mm-hmm. out of the entire planet that is such a small little, it's, it's my, not even microscopic. Like, it's smaller. And uh, to me, that seems on some level that's, that's an elite wisdom. And it's not like, oh, my wisdom. This was handed down to me and how to break down comments. And there's huge, me- they're messengers. And there's big messages. And uh, there's big warnings with this one. Yeah. And there's also solutions. A message, a warning. It's like the tarot card. Like when you got all those negative cards. You had a lot of great cards. But you got those negative cards. It's like, oh, no, my year is fucked. It's not like a, it's like, oh, hey, here's the, those negative cards are the, solu- like, you have to provide the solution. Yeah. So it's just like, okay, if a tree falls in your driveway, oh, that sucks. But what's the solution, right? The chainsaw that I have, which is my <laughs> self-care ritual now. <laughs> Chainsawing. But yeah. um, this comet's dropping some some serious wisdom on the planet. Yeah. And um, anyhow, that's the workshop we're doing. Yeah. The numerology yeah. is mind-blowing. And I'm only going to, I'm not even going to reveal that much here because people, you should participate in the workshop. We weren't even going to do a replay for this one. Yeah, because the comet's never coming back. But yeah. I already told people, a lot of people can't make it live. No, I'm just saying, but we wanted it, and we were thinking like, why not just do this because. Comet style. No, because it's kind of an elite workshop where it's like, yeah, comet style. You, you only see it once and then never again. Well, some but. come back. Like yeah. Haley's well, this like, one's coming back. Haley's comet. Well, it's coming back after fifty thousand years yeah. to never come back again. How? Do, I'm, just, I'm not even gonna. How do they measure that? But it's a whole other math. Well, yeah, I know, so but astronomy like is. it's. I know. I know. Science in this house, Gina. But it's fascinating. Is real. <laughs> math is real. <laughs> reality is real. Yeah. I read some quote that was like, um, "Reality is when you stop believing in something and it's still there." Oh, that makes sense. Um, but uh, I'm fascinated by comets. The last, well, and this one's significant because it's visible. We got to figure out where we and how we can see it. But two, two, depending on where you are in the world, it's a green comet. It's visible. Neowise was the last visible comet, and that was in 2020. 20, yeah. And uh, like Neowise, like literally, the comet is called Neo from the matrix who is like the you know that is like the the myth of like let's break down the illusion the life that you think you're living is totally false and fake yeah aquarius breaks that illusion aquarius uranus like no no no, we're breaking all of that and then it is significant advances so if you think what was what were we doing as a human race fifty thousand years ago General ideas were more or less Neanderthaling around, which, by the way, is a um, is a verb to Neanderthal. <laughs> okay, but we're hunting, we're gathering, we're just rubbing sticks together. Yeah, you know, um, walking with our tits out. 
Yeah, everything. <laughs> it was all out. We're fighting. Who knows? That's like that. I'm kind of neanderthaling it. a lot these days. <laughs> Gina's been neanderthaling <laughs> around the house <laughs> yeah. as, a, as a breastfeeder. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but if you, th- you think about, okay, we're in, there's all these messages of advancement. Aquarius is, is huge advancements. This comment's coming back. So what is a 50,000-year advancement? So a lot of the deeper numerology gives us the solutions, what we can do as individuals. Mm. The planet's the planet. Like, it, shit ultimately, like, is going to change because we also change and we change our lives. But um, so there's just going to be a few people, and they're going to partake of this sort of 50,000-year, like, evolutionary upgrade. You know, so wow. what, what, where can, where do we get a sense? Like Uranus is, and Aquarius is, that can be the future. In this frequency, we can get glimpses of the future. You can get glimpses of your future. That's some of the energy also of this comment. I didn't even get into enough yet with you because there is so much to do for the book, mm-hmm. which you better work on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I like that idea of like a glimpse. It's like a day to just be very futuristic and almost. Yeah, we should dress am- up like the future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just thinking of like those old posters of like sci-fi, like from like the 50s, maybe even earlier, where the it's like Reynolds- futuristic. And I think the guy's Metropolis. Like Reynold Brown. Oh, the guy he painted. I think that's his name. He painted all of those best, the sci-fi uh, movies, the, the, the bee, like Wasp Woman. And oh, yeah. Attack of the Aren't fi- those super expensive posters? Attack of the 50-Foot Woman, all of that stuff. There, are, Some of them are. Att- Attack of the 50-Foot Woman is a highly sought-after poster. Okay. I mean, that could fetch, you know, 25, 50K. Whoa. Um, what sucks now, though, it's col- like now you have internet, and so it's like, collection and then you just have a few few rich people that can buy up all the like oh i want that expensive movie poster well it's like jimmy page he buys everything everything crowley yeah he even lives in his house doesn't he i think one of his i don't think he lived there but he did own it bullish in bullish scheme scotland okay which you know i was taught that area of scotland is one of the epicenters like portal powerpoints on planet earth really so when we do our uk retreat yeah which might be 2024 possibly yeah. it depends i really want to do the festival i guess we could try to do two um uh that could be a powerpoint to go to which is also where loch ness monster is really yeah it's by the loch ness well i didn't know that yeah which i was also told that that monster is uh, the Loch Ness is a result of Enochian magic gone wrong Hmm. possibly by Crowley really yeah but it's interesting because we have our own Loch Ness named Champ in Lake Champlain yeah with sightings as that go back from like I think early 1800s or late 1700s and I don't know maybe somebody was tinkering with some Enochian magic. We have to explore these calendar sites around Vermont where the locals think are actually Druids. Mm. Came That's over before like before recorded time. Right. 
But uh, so there's a lot of fascinating things for us to explore here. But right now we got this comment coming in hot. And what's your 50,000 year upgrade? Oh, it's, you're saying that to the audience, right? Yeah, but you. Okay, I was taking it in too, yeah. You know, what's like, <laughs> what's your I'm gonna future? I'm going to keep my answer to myself. <laughs> what's your future? Like Aquarius is really far out there. Yeah. You know, and um, it's like, whenever, unfortunately, when everyone thinks like technology and, you know, it's just like gadgety things or our buddy Yuval here. Who's like, the human mind is hackable. It'll be great. You are not a mysterious creature. <laughs> um, no mystery to life. Um, Aquarius will That's shatter sad. all that. But there's always like Saturn energy. Saturn is like your, your grit, your show up, your go to work. It's your dedication. It's your professionalism. But Saturn is really used as a dark energy by a lot of people on this planet to keep people oppressed. It's an imprisoner. It's an enslaver. It traps you. It makes everything hard and a burden. Mm -hmm. And Mars, which is about like your your vigor and your your gut instinct and your inspiration and your go get 'em tiger, is used for war. You know, Venus is like a highly abused energy. Mm. it's like makes you confused clueless and it's easy it's like so vulnerable that we live in a planet that's like just taking advantage of that energy right on so many levels i mean just let's talk about the history of women you know yeah so like it, all of these dark forms just show up i you know is it all one one person is it the world economic forum you know that they're using astrology because the alignment is always like perfectly sync and if you go into the deeper numerology um but at the same token all of this energy for us if as individuals if we upgrade break out of that this is where i think the ai stuff with like making storyboards where more people now are empowered to operate outside of these these gridlock systems yeah that are all inherently oppressive on some level um there's this is like each day is a, a even better time in history to um, create on your own terms, not just as an artist. I mean, whether you can run so many people now created some sort of business, they run it from their home. Yeah. So many people make a little tchotchke from their house with some string and whatever and some glue and they are they're selling it online. You couldn't do that. Like, like your bolt pendulum that I love. I made oh, that <laughs> that's really by good. hand from the hardware store. Yeah, that's cool. that Vermont when they yeah. made fun of my palm olive hand. <laughs> They're like, what are you buying cool. this bolt for? And I'm like, oh, it's for uh, psychic abilities, <laughs> for using a pendulum to determine They're my like, nutritional deficiencies. <laughs> They're like, okay, buddy. That'll be. It was great, too, because the that bolt's like $1.22. I don't get it. It cost one dollar and twenty two cents. Oh, I thought there was something numerologically involved. No, I guess in I one, could. Look, <laughs> I was like, "What?" I was I like, "Can you expand uh, on that?" One twenty two. I don't know that number off the top of my head, but um, that doesn't that feel good? Oh, I love that thing. I'm going to start using it if I can. The, yeah. Well, we're married, so I guess we could cross over there. Okay. Good. You, like not our could, dry brushes, but our pendulums. That well, I don't want to be smothered in dead skin. Ugh. Um, um, but your aura can live on. My wait, pendulum. but I wanted to go. <laughs> I wanted to go back to the AI thing because I think that 
like you said, we can be empowered by this technology. And I feel like maybe it is something I was, um, I was on this call and it started to get into like a lot of AI fear. And I was agreeing with a lot of, uh, it was, I mean, there were a lot of women on the call, but I was agreeing with a lot of the sentiments of like feeling a sense of dread, um, that certain jobs are going to be taken away, that it's going to become so powerful that it'll sort of wipe out the human race. It didn't get this, uh, people weren't talking about that, but that's where my dread kind of goes to. Um, but I was thinking about that from a female perspective and, um, there's this great Camille Paglia article where she talks about women being part of the earth cult and men are the sky cult. And I find that like, as with, with that idea in mind, thinking about like being part of this like earthly cult of like being so deeply embedded in the earth and like interconnected with nature, um, just as like a woman, I could be on my phone all day oh, inside, man. but gotta go to Mount <laughs> no, but what I'm thinking is I feel like maybe, and the, fe- the feminine essence of, um, interpreting AI can be so scary and dreadful because it feels so out there and it feels so man-made like in the masculine realm of things like, and I don't want to just limit women to being like these earth earth creature barefoot and pregnant blah 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 like obviously journaling. that's not journaling, journaling and prompt earth, yeah earth womb. or like laying on the earth floor journalers i mean remember when we were listening to that lindy podcast like lindy is like women like women being on the floor is like a sense of lindy it's like something that like over 500 years women have like congregated to being on the floor um, you mean sitting on the floor? Sitting so, on like, the floor. That's a weird statement out of context. Women no, I know. On the floor. No, I'm just saying like there's like it's like being on the floor is like being close to the soil, being close to the earth. Whatever. I'm kind of going. I'm getting tangential here, but I'm just saying like I think that um, there's a sense of dread. Yes, and what I really wanted to get back to was how do we how do we mitigate the dreadfulness? And like like you said, there's an there's an oppor- Let's look at the opportunity in it. And then let's also, um, I just want to state this, let's also like use it, but not be used by it. So like going back to like, where are we, where are we getting stuck in the inertia of using technology where it's like stealing our focus, our time, our energy. That's when you become so dependent, you can't do anything without it. Yeah. So now that we're Vermont homesteaders, you know, but like we just use it. I don't know. Like. It, I just wanted could, to express all of that. You know what? It, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Everybody thinks Aquarian energy is sort of like all set. It's lovey-dovey and all of this. And I don't agree with that. And it shit could go even weirder. Or it's, it's like it's up to us. So you and I are doing our little part to help share ideas and concepts. Read my prosperity books. Start adding those practices. Get your head out of... Oh my God! What is AI gonna come and take your? Oh my God! Jo- I'm so angry. What? AI stole my. <laughs> That's a joke from a video <laughs> movie that I made as a spoof of Star Wars when I was a kid, which you haven't even watched. But when I rewatched it, and I was like seven, I kind of had a New York accent. And in the movie, I was the Darth Vader character, mm-hmm. and I was like best buds with God because this was an ashram. Mm-hmm. And then, which we had written in that the universe was created by God spilling soup. 
Aww. And then my kids were killed by like an elephant and a tiger, and I was pissed. And so I declared war against the whole universe because wow. of my resentment. Wow. You know, that's Darth Vader. He's resentful. So I now understand why all the parents would start crying when they see like art by these ashram kids and they're watching oh, like those, they're like, oh, a bowl of, of soup created the universe. We did mostly write it. It's, it's and good. then the adults came in and made us do some chanting in it. it was Wasn't like, Liam oh, Schreiber in that? That was like his debut. Yeah. <laughs> he played the lion. Yeah. Or the elephant. <gasps> oh, my God. He had a lesser part. I was like one of the principals. Whoa. Okay. Isaiah's awake. Okay, Isaiah's awake. Yeah, I have a whole chapter on resentments. Resentments take you out. They uh, they create the quote evil forces in a way, and it's low hanging fruit. That's like how the mani- the media manipulates all of you. Um, by like just logging into your lowest level angers and resentments. Um, and, uh, you know, people make a lot of bad decisions on resentment and that's the Darth Vader story. But in this case, that's what we wrote in. I didn't quite understand resentment. I just knew my character was mad at the universe. Yeah. And then I think I was redeemed in the end. I was major black eye. But then I was like, why did I... Everyone voted for me to be the Darth Vader character. Mm, could be your eyebrows. I, first of all, I was super blonde. Yeah. Right. I was like, thought I was a love and light kid. I actually got Were a little... Were you kind of moody, though? A little, I'm a Scorpio. Maybe your like, moody, moodiness came through and people in why. the casting... But I was a little like taken back, even though I loved all the Star Wars stuff as a kid. I was a little taken back. Like, why does... Why does everyone think I should be the Darth Vader? I would think you'd be like the Luke Skywalker. Why should I be the Darth Vader character? Hmm. So it's still, I still think about it today. Like, what did they see? Like, am I Scorpio? Just might be the Scorpio. Yeah. Um, so, but back to your question, because we should wrap it up. What was my question? (laughs) How do you not get afraid of all this? Yeah, that's true. Well, first of all, stop being afraid. Okay. Uh, stop. <clears throat> and, um, we have a lot of opportunity, you know, you got to realize that there is a lot of love. There is a lot of opportunity. We are infinite souls. We are not, uh, myster- We are mysterious creatures. We are infinite souls. Yeah. Hell yeah. And Hal from 2001 space odyssey isn't going to make the decisions. Mm-mm. Um, and we can use all of this for our greater empowerment. Where, where are you going to lose your, how are you going to lose your job to AI? I guess AI could make some podcast covers, but that's not even, we, most of your quote I'm job, like, AI could marry you. <laughs> um, I feel like there's a lot of movies about that, but I'm just saying like nothing's like, that's the Aquarian teaching that keeps sh- sh- proving itself by the day. More and more people every day are starting to create, to even make a living and sustain themselves through being themselves. And the opportunities to do that are like never before. True. Very true. So we use it. And it's inspiring. It's when you get lost in it. Well, it's giving people autonomy and more freedom. It's all about self-empowerment. Magic is all about self-empowerment. Magic 
the teaching is create your own business, not just so you thrive financially, but so you're empowered. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to say yes or no to anybody. The ball is always in your court. Let thy soul be awakened. Let thy soul be awakened.